Fanboy Modeling School. Hello and welcome to Fanboy Modeling School. I am the Fat Mantis HD and I'm here with your boy Steve, Uncle Curmudgeon, also HD. HD fam in the house and together we bring you the loosest podcast you will ever have on a Monday or Sunday, depending on our mood. <laughs> depending on my work schedule, depending on whether or not... A lot of factors. Depending on how early I start drinking. <laughs> a lot of factors, folks. There are a lot of factors that go into making this show great. You know, it's just... Uh, it's, it's a, it's a lot of we stuff. are the greatest. I think we are the greatest. I, it, it takes a lot to be this crazy. You know, you really got to lean into it. You got to commit to it. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, that's the, it's, it's, it's a job. problem with Gen Z. No <laughs> dedication. No dedication. Sensi Star, Shahid, welcome in. Appreciate you brothers for being here. Back in my day, when a kid wanted to be a fuck up, he went all the way, made sure he was a heroin addict. Right. And he didn't stop until he either hit rehab or something worse. Oh, man, rehab. Where yeah. everything's free, except for the herpes. Exactly. <laughs> Great Winthrop. Price for herpes Oliver, welcome in. Welcome in. Fanboy Molly School. Fat Mantis. Lowly. The Lowly. What is going on, everyone? How is everyone doing this evening? We're just doing some administrative stuff, sharing the live. You guys drop a one in the chat if you can hear me, you can hear Mantis, and you can hear the music. Wow. Mantis, say some, say a few things to the people while I do some stuff here. Well, hello, people. Hello, bird. Bird-loving fool. Loving you. Love you all. We're all having an amazing night tonight. We're going to have an amazing episode. Um, so we've got a crazy, crazy bunch of things. We've got to talk about West Side Story and how it bombed at the first weekend box office. We've got to talk about the Halo trailer. We're also going to talk about Matrix predictions, the conspiracies all around, Jelaine Maxwell trial. There's a bunch of them. And let me ask you something for Mudgeon. Yes. What if I were to tell you the following words? What if I were to say Nancy Reagan... Ben Shapiro's sister-in-law. Okay. And Madonna. What would you think that while I'm talking about? Throat goats. The greatest to ever do it. <laughs> Why did you spoil it? It was supposed to be a surprise. <laughs> yes, the, great, the greatest news story has ever come up. I'm going to read some of this article for you guys when it's time. Um, but that, that is <laughs> throat goats. <laughs> I, I can't even believe that these words are coming out of my mouth, man. <laughs> what am I, an animal? You know what? No, it doesn't make you an animal. It doesn't make you an animal. It just means that these women live great lives, right? <laughs> <laughs> great lives indeed. I always looked up to Nancy Reagan, and now I even look up to her even more. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I know back in MGM days, we would have been good friends. <laughs> I'm sorry. My apologies to my family, my friends, anyone hearing this. <laughs> you know, we've decided, folks, we're doing a little rebranding on the show. So here's the thing, right? We will never do anything to objectify women or men, right? We'll never take advantage of any people group, but we will make fun of them equally. This is a show about satire. It's a show about reporting the news. We're serious journalists, folks. We oh, scour. I was worried when you said we <laughs> wouldn't take advantage of, 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 of like a woman. I was like, well, 
I, I'm going to get like Jelaine Maxwell. I'm taking advantage of her today because she's going to be a major story. Yeah. I'm cashing in on this bitch's misfortune period. You're not taking advantage of her physically, just mentally, spiritually, yeah, and monetarily. Spiritually. <laughs> I mean, one of the many trolls who cause her to, well, let's face it. She's not going to, she's not going to hurt herself. That's, that's what I'm talking uh, about, man. We, you know, why, why, why should I care about what the greatest female pimp feels on a day-to-day basis and so it's not even mainstream pimpery it's like pimping underage girls which is even fucking worse yeah the, the lowest it, of the low oh yeah and another thing that really he grinds my goat so you know i was bragging the other week about how i went to this tutti fruity art school in new york right a, a elite high school where i get to only do half academics but most of the day i was just doing art all the time right right One right the girls that was abused was recruited from that school, she was a freshman at LaGuardia, and she caught her when she was hanging out across the street in front of the art library, which oh, was the hangout spot. She, yeah. she walked right up to the girl and was like, what happened? Uh, yeah, I'm like, what's going on? You know, it's crazy, man. Uh, I also used to meet girls at that art library over there. Now, I'm not likening myself to this psychopath, but before we get to uh, any of that, I just got to say this. David, public friend, welcome in fanboy modeling school we're gonna we're getting we're, we're get a little crazy here um, yeah, tonight's gonna be a little crazy <laughs> but it's for the good of the order i swear it is it is so here's the thing we gotta shout this out i'm not sure if you're aware of this mantis i'm sure you are but i want to say rest in peace to the great Anne rice who passed oh away the other day <sighs> okay so I'm going to start out by saying something weird, but it'll make sense. It'll all make sense. Um, do you watch What We Do in the Shadows? No, I heard it's a great show, though. So they have a familiar in there. Right. Yeah, he's, yeah. A who wants, he's a little nerd boy who wants to be turned into a vampire. Right. And so when they go into his room at night, you see he has fake fangs and makeup and, and a robe and He's just like, he's pretending he's a vampire at night because he dreams of being a vampire. Right. And then when he explains what his inspiration was, it was because he's Spanish. He was like, here it is. And he has a picture of Armand from the movies, Antonio Banderas. Oh. And he says, I, he was the first Spanish vampire I've ever seen. And I knew if he could do it, so could I. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt him because when I was a kid, I loved those books so much that I too would wear fangs and wear like makeup and, and wear capes and pretend I was a vampire when I was alone. Well, well, let's keep it real, man. That wasn't just you. you. You know, you weren't the only weirdo. There were a bunch of you in New York running around with fangs. No, I, I also had mock fangs as well. My uh, Shout out to my older brother, Big Cat, for uh, making them for me. That used to be a side hustle. <laughs> he made you. He made you. Make- oh, shit. He did make fangs. Yeah, he made acrylic fangs, yeah, man. All, they were like the real deal. It. And like, uh, it was so dope. Oliver, welcome back in I remember he used to wear those crazy contacts and have yeah, the fangs. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. really looked like he was like, yeah. Yeah. He was the lord of some vampire group. <laughs> he was doing it. He was doing it, man. But, you know, rest in peace to Anne Rice, man. Uh, Memnock the Devil, obviously the vampire Lestat, the vampire Armand, Tales of a Body, uh, the Body Snatcher, uh, Queen of the Dam, uh, The Witching Hour, I believe it was. All amazing books, all. Yeah, well, actually, uh, besides comics, one of the first expanded universes that I can think of, one of the first shared novel universes that I had ever been a part of. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right because she did. Yeah, because what it was is she did the Vampire Chronicles, and then she did like the Witching Hour stuff, which were the witches, which also coincided. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And like exactly. it was a dark universe. Exactly. Um, it, it, 
if you know you know Universal's having problems trying to get a shared monster universe. If right. they really want to do something, do all of Anne Rice's stuff. They should have. And uh, you know what? We're going to strike. I, I feel bad that the last thing we saw uh, Aaliyah in was friggin' Queen of the Dam, that Queen horrible, the Dam. horrible movie. But Oh, that was a bad adaptation. Man. That's a, it's an easy layup right there, Universal. Easy layup. I want to predict something. I know we're not talking about the movie that shall not be named, but folks, be very careful this week. The embargo is lifting on Spider-Man tonight. So if you don't want to be spoiled right out of the experience, make sure you delete YouTube. Yes, <laughs> the internet. Uh, um, Only br- come here. Right, brunch with that mantis. Any content that the Hold Up TV does or the Mantis does will be spoiler free. Yeah, we're kicking spoilers out. We're yeah, we're we're um, fighting. We're fighting spoilers in the street. <laughs> actually, I've got some good news for you. Um, What's that? So, Anne Anne Rice, she didn't live to see it, but so AMC is making a high budget television show about her entire series. Oh, that's great. Season one's going to be an interview with the vampire. Nice. And, yo, they they have, and I think this is sounds, I, you might hate it. This sounds like one of the better race, race bends that they've ever done. Oh, but they're making Louis black. They're making him Creole. Okay, I, I'm not mad at that, but, you know, because he's supposed to be Cajun in the movie or, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and so I'm saying there were there were Creole rich dudes uh, back in the day. You know, yeah, I don't know those, if they were old enough. Those to be high yellow motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Colorism is alive and well. That's really dope. Do we have a Do we have a estimated air date on that? We don't, but I know some of the cast. And like for instance, the one black dude from uh, Game of Thrones, the guy who played Grey Worm. He, oh yeah, he you know the soldier. He's uh, he's gonna be Louis. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah I, I just fell out of love with that again. <laughs> but you know what? Oh, also, here's another quick hot take for you folks. Courtney Monroe, welcome in Fanboy Modeling School. Welcome, Courtney. Your source for news for the next year or so. Uh, <laughs> yes. Letitia Wright, out of Black Panther. What? Uh, speculations, but I'm almost 100% she's sure. injured. Yeah, injured my ass, dude. It's all oh starting God. to add up, man. It's you know you just you can't have an opinion on the the thing you can't have an opinion on. And uh, but here's the thing that's coming out of this: the rumblings on the internet, my friends. If you're ready to hear this, I'm ready. I was the pe- ready. the petition has already started. If Letitia's out, people want Black Panther recasted, and I have to agree. If we're losing one main character. Scrap whatever you got. Get me a new uh, T'Challa. There's no reason. I love Chadwick Boseman, man. Well, for starters, I disagree with you. Ridiculous. I'll never sign that petition. Sign the petition. Oh, I'm not signing such a stupid You sign it. You sign it. Ray Windhams is not true. She's more injured than previously thought, but she's not out. Gray, uh, gray, I gray. So listen, injured, are you being naive? <laughs> gray, gray, you beautiful, beautiful soul. I, I, I love your your thought process. I'm guaranteeing they're gonna get Letitia right out of there. She was injured, all right. She was injured by the liberal agenda. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, they're either slipping her the same poison they gave Epstein, <laughs> or um, it is possible that they just talked to her and they go, "You're gonna fake an injury. We're gonna pay you for this movie, but you're getting out of here." You know who else because... was injured? Macbeth's dad. He was injured in the same way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! So, so 
But yeah, no, um, that sounds so shady that they have like a Letitia Wright problem because she's outspoken and then conveniently she's injured. We're going to have to walk her off the set. Yeah, yeah, she got pushed. She got pushed over (laughs) repeatedly, accidentally. So it it allows them to still pay her so it doesn't look like she's being fired. Right, 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 right. That makes sense. But then like get rid of her and do whatever. So at this point, that movie is cursed. Uh, You've heard it from the Fat Mantis first. This movie is 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 cursed. <laughs> I will not. I will not let anyone be in it. It should not happen. I am against Wakanda too. Yeah, I, I don't know. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not only is it cursed, but uh, you know, Courtney believes me. There you go. As long as Courtney's down with it, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, your fellow uh, recast buddy over there. I know what you guys are about. <laughs> recast. Yeah, listen, get me new Black Panther. Let the story continue. But I, I thought that was an interesting take. I saw that. Uh, what did I see that rumor kick off from? It started. I tried to trace it back. It looked like it started on like some type of subreddit where all evil things start <laughs> and then worked its way into the mainstream. Well, yo, I'm not going to I'm not going to front. Even if it is a rumor, I don't even think that's necessarily a rumor as much as a speculation, and it seems logical. If if the main character is so hurt that they can't do their job, recasting or something would make sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. It makes total sense. So that's, that's the next logical thought. I don't think there are conspiracy theorists just for saying that. Yeah. And, uh, well, what, what is a conspiracy theorist except for a... Well, now it's anybody who speaks the truth. <laughs> Except for someone who wears an abundance of tinfoil and receives insider it's information. It's someone who remembers the original definitions in Webster's Dictionary before the liberals started changing them all. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear that, that they changed the definition of anti-vaxxer? No, they didn't. So, yeah, so anti-vaxxer used to be defined as like somebody who was against vaccines. They said against vaccines or spreads misinformation about vaccines. Oh, does that include all? Uh, does that include all the the moms who didn't want to vax their kids in the nineties and sent them to school with the flu? Oh yeah, that was they were the original anti-vaxxers. Oh, I love those people, right? man. I, I engage with them all the time in the dominoes. I sneeze on them, cough on them. I just keep my distance when that happens, though. I, I don't, I don't want to get Ebola from her children. <laughs> Ebola! <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what else I wanted to say before we got into the uh, the craziness that will surely be uh, legendary. There's some other shit that happened in the news today. Uh, Wait, real quick. Gray, Gray Winthrop says JFK Jr. is going to play Black Panther. <laughs> that make, it makes the most sense, man. And you know what? Let's get White Panther up in there. What was the name? White White Tiger? White Panther? White Tiger. And then we well, have... White, actually, there is White Tiger, and there is also White Wolf. White Wolf, yes. So yes. White Wolf is the head of their security team. And right. the, um, the, white, the White Tiger... Was also gender bent eventually, but it was first a dude, and then it ends up being like, like his daughter or something. Yeah, something. daughter. Yeah, it's yeah. a teenage. Ch- it was like one of those gimmicky comments. Oh man, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with teenagers. I don't know why you hate them so much. <laughs> um, they smell. <laughs> they, smell. they smell. They're unsure of themselves. <laughs> so uh, let, 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 let's get to the madness. What do you want to start with first, man? Let's not keep the people waiting. Um, so let's let's get into Delane uh, Maxwell. Okay. Light topic for a start. Let's get into Galima. So, folks, you know the the trial of the century is underway. The the trial that no one's reporting on. I mean, you hear snippets here and there. It's not getting the coverage that I feel like it should get. And uh, so, let's start with 
what's pragmatically and sensibly being said about it. Uh, there are some people who believe that Ghislaine is being tried for, uh, what's this guy's name, Epstein's crimes. And yeah, I would yeah, say, it's, it's typically, yeah, typically you do as a co-conspirator get hit with the same charges and tribes. But, you know, you know, you know, this is the, this is the way it's going down, folks. This is the way it's got to go down. And then secondly, obviously, we're, we're uh, you know, they're worried about her outing the inner sanctums. Right. And they're worried about also making uh, Alex Jones correct. Could you imagine if she got up on the stands and she said, it's true what he said about the frogs. It's true about the pizza party. And it's true about the hot dog party. Like, could you imagine if she could back all that shit up? Like, and then we get pictures of Oprah Winfrey in like some satanic outfit eating goats. Here's here's what it is. I, 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 <laughs> we don't have enough pictures of Beyonce doing it. Oh, spirit cooking, spirit cooking, <laughs> spirit cooking. But um, she, uh, if she turns out to be the good, no, I can't believe that. I don't want to, or or has the media done a, a number on me? But I don't want to believe. At the end of the day, it's like Epstein and Jelaine Maxwell were really just heroes, and they were framed by the evil government. You know what? Here, here's the crazy thing, man. She's gonna go down in history as the greatest female pimp that ever existed, right? You know, obviously she's not gonna get an invite to the players' ball because of sexism and misogyny and all that stuff. But you know, she's she should get her flowers for being one of the most despicable human beings ascending to the heights past the glass wall of evildom, right? Let it never be said yeah. that women cannot reach that precipice. This chick is evil. Yo, uh, so here, here's the thing, yo. You know what's crazy? And so, uh, the public friend is, says, "Girl boss, <laughs> girl boss." I agree with public. Yo. And so I would have to tell you very often the way I gain my fame as a, as a streamer. Right. I just re- I recite crazy shit my my Haitian mother says. Okay. And people are like, "Well, that's nuts. That's in- entertaining, right?" So sensible. Um, what What she said is what she says. Yes, it, she is not a pimp. She is a madame, and in Europe, it would be perfectly legal. <laughs> so she's saying that just because Jelaine Maxwell is European, um, she's arguing that she's like, well, maybe she didn't understand in America that you can't do this. I wait. <laughs> well, remember, remember, for instance, French in France. Oh yeah, age of consent is fourteen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Still, I mean, that's not an excuse. That's the crazy. That's just the crazy thing. Yeah, I'm not. It's funny to resist. I'm not taking cues from any society that uh, has made mankinis legal, right? You know, when when are we going to stop looking to the French? What haven't we learned our lesson? Would you? Like, <laughs> they statue, yo, they give us the Statue of Liberty, Menage a Trois, and democracy. Okay, so they're, they're cool in my And Francis Ngannou. Oh wait, no, he. <laughs> oh, I love that dude. I love that dude. Um, and I think he's from Asian too. So no, he's, he's not exactly. Asian. He's from fucking. Uh, he's from the continent. He's like literally from. The, I forget where. Uh, It'll come to me later, but he's not. He's not here. Okay. He's not here. Stop claiming people. Stop. Stop appropriating. I, I claim, you claim people all the time. I know that's uh, absolutely true. I don't claim anyone. I've kicked so many people out of my club. I'm like, you're you're not in. <laughs> you're not. You're not in. <laughs> Your public friend says it's all just a big misunderstanding. It's all <laughs> so here it is, folks. So with everything, with everything that's going on in this case, right? We're about to see the system completely shut itself down. But there's more. Something else came out last week, you know, something that Ghislaine herself is fessed to. This is Wait. not 
Go yeah, ahead. Trigger warning. I think I know what you're about to say. Trigger warning before you say it. Trigger, trigger, it's trigger, little, trigger. It's trashy. It's trashy gossip. And, but the fanboy modeling school is not above trashy gossip. So listen, I don't have to say allegedly. I guess I do have to say allegedly. But it was alleged by Ghislaine that she gave fellatio to one of the world's, not even America's sweetheart. One of the world's, the world's sweets the are. World's. Every time you uh, take a sip of the, what is it, Nespresso or whatever that is, that's right. George yes. Clooney. <laughs> George Clooney. <laughs> Everyone's favorite son. <laughs> Gwen- I mean, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> Yo, by the way, shout out to Izzy who, who caught my quote. He said, Mantis quotes Talladega Nights. That's exactly true. It's a great movie. Uh, that's, that line was out of Talladega Nights. When he, He's like... Uh, Billy, Billy, Bobby, or whatever is like. Name three things the French have done, given us, and he's like, the Statue of Liberty, the Menage a Trois, and democracy. <laughs> <laughs> so l- listen, 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 listen. This story broke from the most reliable source, obviously Glenn's mouth, oh, 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 and then <laughs> it broke by uh, the most, you know, Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz was covering it on his podcast. And I was like, this can't be a thing that's actually happening. So I looked it up, and sh- sure enough, she alleged that she, I don't know what the context was here, but she gave George Clooney, uh, what's the uh, the, the, yeah. the legal term? Fellatio. Fellatio. Uh, heady uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh She gave him a wopsage. Uh, she... Pulled a quarter from the back of his stomach through the front of him. <laughs> Yo, Bird Loving Fool says they also give us cigarettes. <laughs> France equals chain smoking acrobats. It's true, chain smoking acrobats. Yeah, and that was all wiped out by mimes. You know, in France, uh, 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 a lunch, just having lunch, is a, a bowl of heavy cream and, and a couple of cigarettes. Listen to me. Why are you keep stealing from the Greeks? They gave us democracy, and they gave us reason and logic and art. A few uh, other things. Of this propaganda. Let's go on with this filth talk that you're talking about. Yeah, so that, that's it, man. So, uh, you know, Glenn Maxwell has outed her first celebrity. So, listen, you know, if this is true, obviously Clooney didn't do anything wrong. He didn't know he was dealing you with. Uh, that was her flex. That was her own flex. That she was her flex. Flexing. She's like, by the way, did I mention that I gave Felicia to, <laughs> to George Clooney? Tune in next week for more. You know, here's the best part about this whole situation. You know, I, okay, so let's let's get some something straight. He wasn't with his wife at the time. This is about probably back in his ER days or his Roseanne days or his threes, not threes company. Uh, there was a show he was on. What was the other show where the old lady took her of all the little girls and shit like that? It was she was a part of a. Uh, uh, Mr. Drummond's crew. You know what, what was the, the show? Oh, the facts, wait, the facts of life. Facts of life. Like, yes, yes. I, I believe Clooney was oh, on it. Oh, young him was on the facts yeah, of Clooney life. Clooney has what? been around since the beginning. He's, he's been around since the beginning. Uh, also, has never been you know caught up in any type of controversy. So he's either got a really good publicist, he's the golden boy. He's the golden boy, or he just knows when to get out. You know, he knows when to get out. He knows when to pull out. Uh, <laughs> maybe not in this case. <laughs> That's gonna be the most costly fellatio he's ever gotten. But I, I just want to hear from the chat. And I want to hear from Mantis first. Does this diminish the Golden Boys, you know, allure at all? Does it? Okay, does it? So does it take the shine? Courtney Monroe says Mantis's quote of integrity will be spoken by generations to come. Oh my goodness! Um, I my vote is it does it well. Here's what it is: he is very pristine. Mm-hmm. 
I think this should damage him, even though it, here's what it is. In her just world, <laughs> it shouldn't damage him. Right. He was at a party. She's consenting. She's of age. Right. She's probably older than him, really. <laughs> so, uh, that, that's fine. Um, in the world, I know the world to be. They right. judge you for everything. Like, if I was casual friends with someone who later on becomes, like, a criminal, I, I will, they will take pictures of us and be, look, look, uh, Mantis was friends with Hitler. And I was like, yo. He was my mailman. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I, I mean, I, I wish you wouldn't have thrown the H-bomb out there, but I thought you were talking about me because that's my life's goal. I hope you ascend to the highest points of success only so they can be like, so what was your relationship with one, the Hold Up TV, the new I'll dictator like, of Nigeria? <laughs> um. So you, so you, so you think it can tarnish the star? I think the exact opposite, right? I don't think that this is going to hurt him at all. If a monster tells you that they had sex with someone, no one gets mad at the monster, unless, of course, it's Michael Jackson, right? Or you know, or something of that nature. George Clooney will come off looking like a, a victim in this situation. Well, also he's a dude, and so dudes get away with sexual stuff way more than women. So they'll be like that poor that poor, he'll, they'll probably be like that poor man was seduced by that evil witch. <sighs> You know, this is so All unfair. Right. Monica Lewinsky, you know, her life was ruined for decades over a blurred job. And George Clooney is probably going to get, you know, a lifetime movie out of this. At the end of all things, when his last film is shot, it's oh. going to be about blow job from a monster. You know, I, I already know where this is headed. And you gave me the idea. You, just you said headed flames in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, public says anyone connected to them is going to lose social points. Where it says France gave us words like cliche. Yeah, je ne sais quoi. Yeah, Courtney says you leave Michael out of this. <laughs> um, hello, Angel. Um, so here's how this is headed. So I don't know if you saw this season. I'm obsessed with everything Ryan Murphy does. I love Ryan Murphy. He's the guy who did Glee and American Horror Story, and now he does American Ho- Crime Story. Okay. And um, this season of American Crime Story, he does true crime stories in America. Okay. It, it's impeachment. It's the Bill Clinton story. Uh, yeah, the dude who does Bill Clinton is dead on perfect. Really? Performance. Yes. Absolutely. Is it a black guy? He's, did they race? Did they race with it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but they give him a prosthetic nose so he looks like him. He absolutely sounds like him. Um, but you know what's funny is like at the end of that story, they show how both the people who were going against him like yeah. on the trip and Monica and basically everyone except for the Clintons' lives were completely fucking ruined. Oh, yeah, really destroyed. 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 Absolutely destroyed, yeah. yeah. And so, and Paula Jones and like all these other people who were like, you know, accusers of the president of like, sexual assault. Yeah. Um, I bet you... This story will eventually be a season of American crime story. That would be insane. I just want to double back to the uh, Bill Clinton thing. Early on in Trump's bid to become president, do you remember he showed up to the debate with the victims, the alleged victims yeah, of the Bill Clinton? There, do you yeah. realize how insane that is? Like, you realize how fucking insane uh, like, That strikes me as the move is a man who doesn't like losing. Yeah, 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 I'd say so. so. Like, your, your, your husband's been accused of assaulting women. I'm going to have those women in the front row while you have a debate. That is hard core. And you know what's crazy? Didn't touch Bill at all. Fucked Hillary up. Bill's unstoppable. Yes. He's unstoppable. This is why I think, I actually think Bill is a sociopath. Oh, 100%. 100%. Bill sold his soul and everyone else's soul to the devil. You know what I feel bad for in this is Chelsea Clinton. You, you, she's had horrible, horrible. It, it's been horrible the way she's been treated. 
right? Yeah. yeah. And so, and in the series, you know, when the Star Report comes out, you know, that's Kenneth Star his report about everything that happened. Yeah. They put it back in the day. They put it. On, I didn't know this shit. I was like young at the time. You put all, all the shit on the internet, like primitive internet back then. Yeah. And so, in this in the, the show, he goes to Hillary. He's like, "Did you read it?" She's like, "I'm not going to read it," but Chelsea has. Oh, and like and they just no. and they don't show they just show her reaction, but they just show her eyes over a computer reading it, and you can just imagine how fucking embarrassing it is for a high school age girl to have all that shit. And it was every sexual detail was put in the report and given to the world via the internet. You know what's crazy? We're talking about this like you know kind of exposed culture, like this exposed stuff. I love it. It's content for us. You know, we're fucking I'll, listen, Republican. Democrat, independent, everything between. I will talk shit about them all. <laughs> like, <laughs> like everything in between. Oh yes, I I, I, love, I hate politicians. I think they should all be put in a rocket, sent to the sun. Yeah, and we should have a new age of politician. Uh, I feel like if snuff films were to be popularized, it should be only under one guy's. If it's one politician a week. Politicians. <laughs> I would pay top dollar to have Bill Clinton watch Bill Clinton. Have his legs sawn off with a chainsaw. I would pay. And then fucked by a gimp. <laughs> if that gimp was Monica Lewinsky, then it would be poetic justice. Yo, so check this out, right? Loving Fools is what about the Green Party? <laughs> the Green Party. <laughs> Yo, guys, I want to apologize to everyone listening to this. Do we really should have had, um, you know, a parental advisory in the beginning of this episode? Because every story so far has been raunchy. Well, wait, wait, wait. It gets worse. It gets worse. We'll get back to Ghislaine and, uh, you know, and the rest of the throat groat, uh, throat groat crew here. Oh. But I, I, this is something I meant to bring up, uh, a while ago. You know who Katie Couric is, right? Disgraced, uh, former. Yeah, yeah. Used to be America's darling. Is that the, the, yeah. the one from, yeah, yeah. So, you know, she wrote a book, right? You know, like a memoir, kind of like a tell all book. Hold on. This, this, this story broke like a month ago, I think it is. Uh, caught a little traction and then died out and it was weird so you know she interviewed Ruth Gator Gator yeah you know what I'm talking about (laughs) Ruth Ruth Beta Ginsburg Beta (laughs) Um, rest in peace we're really not as stupid as we look so uh, and in this new tell-all book that she did, you know, she's re- revealing snippets while she's going on the book tour and everything. And one of the snippets she revealed was during that interview. Look it up, folks. Not my words, Katie Couric, that she edited her interview intentionally with Ruth because Ruth apparently had some salacious things to say about African Americans. <laughs> and she had gone through a bit. <laughs> she had gone through a bit of a moral conundrum. In regards to this, and what Katie alleges is that during this interview, this part that hit the chopping floor, uh, basically they were talking about uh, civil rights and civil unrest and uh, stuff like of that nature. And uh, Ruth had insinuated or outright said that if these people knew what it was like, where they came from, they would be more grateful. Oh, oh. And- yeah, 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 yeah. Sweet, yeah, yeah. yeah. does it get worse than that? Yeah. So listen, listen. I, I, this is not me. This is not me, folks. You, you, you got an issue. You take it up with uh, Katie Couric and her book. Of course, this is all allegedly. No one was in the room, but apparently, she went to her producers about this as well, and she threw out. You know, she threw them under the bus. Her producers at the time, and they agreed, 
And also, uh, Ruth's handlers agreed that it should be removed from the interview. A lot of people were upset that she was bringing it up. Obviously, now that Ruth is, uh, you know, passed on, and what would be the point in that? But I just thought, man, it's crazy. It's a crazy world we live in, bro. It's a crazy world where the conspiracies are the true things. Why wasn't this reported on? Why wouldn't you let this leak out? For God's sake, you know, let her take her lumps like uh, Bill Clinton took his lumps. No, I can I can explain it. I can explain it. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm getting someone over here. Um, but yo, know, here, here's basically what it is. Uh, and once again, everyone's going to be like, "Oh, look at this guy! Look at this conservative!" I am not a conservative. I'm a moderate. Uh-huh. However, the leftists do control the media, right? And so she was a leftist darling, and they're not going to let her her reputation be destroyed. And they're just absolutely not. And so, and then another thing is what that pinches on is something how I feel about Democrats, and this is how I personally feel. I don't have proof. Obviously, I can't scan the souls of every Democrat that exists. Right. One of the reasons I cannot be a Democrat anymore, even though I was a very active Democrat when I was younger, mm-hmm. is I believe that a lot of them, particularly wealthy white ones, are secret racists who don't realize they're racists, mm-hmm. who have that same opinion that you just said that she said. Um, so I- they're like, basically, they're like these these poor Negroes. They yeah. don't know how to behave. It's yeah. not their fault. Out there acting a fool, listening. Let to me, p- yeah, let me pity them. Chris, Rock. I'm not down for that shit. Listen, listen. I work. You you remember what I did for a living, and I got to see behind the veil in certain situations. Uh, I'm bound by an NDA, but I will give you very scarce things. I worked for a family that had very tight dealings with a certain president, right? Okay. A darling by uh, beloved by most people. And uh, they had a, you know, the uh, one of the spouses, one of the people in the couple had a hand in this person's campaign. There were pictures all in the house when I went to go visit. I'm like, wow, this is and it wasn't like one of those artificial visits where they go to the White House and they meet the president because they're on a list of people like these were obviously like very intimate sit downs and stuff like that. And uh, I remember. Holy shit. Christopher Jones, a.k.a. Teardrop is in the chat. <laughs> That, that, you know, yeah, right. Yeah, he just tried yeah, to right. join in. He just tried to join in on the call right now. Christopher Jones. That's big cat. That is absolutely big cat. No, it's 100%. It's 100%. Shout out to my boy, Paulie Jones. Shout out to Sheepset Bay. The whole crew is in the building. Yo, building. teardrop. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I was there with, you know, my client at the time. And uh, the conversation of the N-word had come up. And this person, one of the couple... It said to me, well, how come I, I got to say it, folks, but I'm going to say it with a soft A. How come niggas can say it all the time, but we can't? And I was so flabbergasted that that had just happened. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to do. And I felt that moment <laughs> that Chris Rock describes as that racist moment where you're like, I, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> like, I don't know how to respond. It was like getting hit by a car. Slowly, over and over again, and so uh, you you know what? Here's what I'm saying: it's better than it was an employer, uh huh. Because I've had that happen <laughs> with friends, white friends of mine. Like, Yo, how come I can't drop n bombs? And I said, "You're not about to drop an n bomb, are you?" And they're like, "Well, maybe." And I'm like, "Nah, motherfucker, you're not." Hey, listen, this is this, this is what I always say when people say that to me. I'm like, "You can say whatever word you want to. You just." 
have to be willing to deal with whatever happens next. The consequences. There right. are consequences for your we actions. We may be friends, but I might backhand you. <laughs> I might do the first all you can in real life that anyone's ever seen. <laughs> and then if I ever really want to get really spicy, rings out of you. <laughs> I do the same thing to black people, man. There's nothing funnier than being that one black guy amongst a bunch of black guys when they say something inevitably racist about white people. And I'm like, oh, man, that's not fucking cool. How long you been a bigot? And then the blunt comes down and like, fuck you talking about, shun. I'm like, well, clearly you're harboring some racist views towards Anglo-Saxon or Celtic people, people of descent from the Angloid Islands. You just got to make everyone feel awkward. In my opinion, the only white bashing that you're allowed to do is make fun of their rhythm and their dancing. So you can't even make fun of that anymore. White people are surpassing us in dancing and hip hop. It's It's a fact, folks. Go on YouTube. You can't throw a rock without seeing a, guy, a white guy or a white girl that can dance their ass off. And here's the thing. And look, you just got, you just got to deal with it, right? White women with asses used to be a new phenomenon. Now it's the standard. All right. Nick Cannon has shown us the truth, right? <laughs> like he knows what's going on. And here's the last thing. If you don't want to admit that Eminem is in the conversation, the greatest of all time that you need to search your soul because Martin, you know, Martin Luther King wasted his dream on you. That's the facts. Deal with your racism, folks. Now back to the blowjob heard around the world, right? The blowjob. <laughs> Yo, okay. Because it's funny we have multiple blowjob stories tonight. <laughs> That's right, guys. It is national blowjob night. And all our stories have to pertain to it. <laughs> and he says, nope, I'm married to a black man and I still never drop in black. Very good. Yeah. Says, and I can dance. I mean, I may yeah, I be able to dance I or can. <laughs> to be honest, I, I am I honestly have like a like an issue because I can't I can't I'm a half white, I can't dance, I'm half black. I I should have been born with it. I don't have that ability. And so I've I'm I'm I want to shame white folks. Folks, really, it's a I'm lacking something. Isn't it? It's a burden having rhythm because people have an expectation of you, right? But I can tell you, Mantis was at my wedding, and even though there was no rhythm involved in the interpretational dance-off he had with uh, my wife's friend, it is quite possibly one of the most amazing things. In fact, I might stream on Spoon just so I can put that picture of as a background because at one Yo, point, that, you hit like a, a sitting horse stance. Why you dancing? Yo, <laughs> yo, so guys, I was like the dance floor king, but th- that's what I like about weddings. What, other right. people's weddings, right, right. you get, you know, you open bar, uh-huh. dance, act like a fool. Right? You, there you go. The best things in life. You guys destroyed the open bar at that wedding. <laughs> yeah, I was destroying it. And so it's time for the dance. It's time to dance. I'm dancing. I'm cutting a rug. I'm not stopping. This motherfucker tries to out. He's like, I haven't tried to dance battle me when I have no moves at all. Oh, you're talking about, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I still defeated his ass. It was two two different styles. He was voguing, right? You know, and and voguing is not an aggressive style. Mantis was 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 dance fighting <laughs> he goes to his happy fighting. place and he was dance fighting i think there was an uh an Adukin in there somewhere i, I saw you do <laughs> it was all sorts of shit the galane thing right you know here's the thing right does george clooney deserve to be punished for getting you know head from a uh a known predator a monster no i don't think so Right? Does he deserve to be victimized for her carrying his dead children in her stomach? I don't think so either. He's going to get away with it because uh, not even get away with it. There's no nothing to get away with. Right. He was at a party. They're consensual adults. Neither of them are married. 
you know, they got it on. She just flexed. She did the major flex to do this. <laughs> I don't think he is going to be hurt. Um, I think there are some people who will try to cancel him and be like, oh, you hang out with them. But, like, honestly, the real people we need to worry about are, like, for instance, maybe he should get a high five because he's the only person at the party who is getting blown by a woman of age. Ooh. And, and Clinton and Trump were 14 year olds at the time. So, oh, so yeah, so that's the next thing. All right, if we're going to talk seriously about the shit that's coming out, right? You know, I had a huge debate with a friend of mine. You know, a picture surfaced of Donald Trump with uh, that fuck boy, uh, what's his name? Uh, Epstein, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, my buddy, who is a, he, it infuriates me, but I'm not going to shout him out. He, he's, a, he's a diehard Trumper, no matter what. He always makes an argument for him while discrediting him at the same time like but you're still making the argument for him you just can't let him be accountable for his bullshit right wait hold on before you go on i gotta say i was not all the time but in my family i was the um i was the defender of him. like basically he could yawn and my mother would be like that son of a bitch Hold on like, for a second. Uh, Teardrop is in the room, and Lainey says, I'm drunk as fuck. May pass out the fuck out in here. Just let yourself live, Lainey. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. <laughs> uh, Lainey O is the one. <laughs> but, yo, they're, they're all like, you, you should, I, she, like, she'd say that. I was like, yo, the man has the right to yawn. Like, I was like that kind of defender. Well, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? So, my issue with people criticizing Trump was when they would say things like he's the most evil person on earth. I'm like, well, that's insulting because Idi Amin was pretty fucking evil, right? Oh, there's a million dictators. And so I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm like, what's your standard here? Like, you know, fucking Adolf Hitler. But so what you said about Clooney, right? In regards to the only person getting head from a woman of age there, right? Just think about the stuff that's going to come out here. Like, there's already allegings against Trump, Clinton. Uh, I'm not buying the Ellen shit. I'm not how sold, I'm not sure how sold I am on the Oprah stuff. But, man, I really do hope we get what we're asking for here, which is I hope she exposes them all. I hope she doesn't take the deal and just takes the whole thing down, right? And then we'll finally find out that the motherfuckers who made that show Teletubbies we're at the heart of this entire thing. Think about that, man. It was a Public huge. Francis, Ellen is a sociopath. Ellen is a sociopath. <laughs> uh, think about that. Think about the racism that was projected in Teletubbies. There was a huge floating white baby in the sun. You ever thought? No, what? <laughs> Mom, I can't even. What the? What? Son of God, Steve, my man. My man. Teletubbies. Everyone tries to say that. I was like, I don't, I don't know what racial cl- group you think they are. These are clearly I didn't alien. Say, no, I didn't say. I didn't say them, man. I'm saying that these poor little native people were running around, and every day they had to stop what they were doing to worship their big white baby in the sky. <laughs> It's just trippy shit. This is not racist. It's someone took some fucking peyote, some writer. That's what all. That's what most children shows are. Some motherfucker is high as fuck, and he writes the craziest shit. Oh, <laughs> so Christopher Jones says, "Okay, Drew, I remember you saying many times it's time to leave the party, and you had to get just one more dance." Yeah, but I was fucking like a beautiful stork when I danced. People stopped and they were terrified and amazed at the same time. You know, it's just, you, some people have it, and I just don't have what Mantis is, what Mantis has, man. It's like. I'm telling you, if you folks would have seen it, 
It was a mating dance. It was it was a mating dance you were doing at the wedding. I got your wife's cousin's number out of that. I know, and then you fucking blasted that shit on Facebook. I looked at your Facebook page. You changed it to the background. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, I got your wife's cousin's number out of that, but, like, you know, she's fucking sober. This public friend says, why did they have TVs in there? Tell me exactly, exactly, public friend. The same reason that Ghislaine has baby clonies in her stomach. It's because the aliens are coming and these things are going to be mixed together. (laughs) Yo, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You know, there's nothing racist about having a a television in your stomach. What? What's racist about having a television in your stomach? What's racist about having a t- no? It's it's only racist when the white baby in the sky can activate that thing against your will. You probably I, yeah, I know you have kids, so you probably watch way more television than I ever. Fucking no, did. They, I won't let my kids watch that propaganda. I make my kids watch Malcolm X every morning before they go to school. I'm like, sit down oh, and go look, <laughs> look at look friends here. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and so what I'm saying is, um, I don't know if they represent LBGT or they represent aliens, but they ain't racist. There's a lot of things that are racist that's not. Racist. Why are you so butthurt over this? Are you watching it's, that shit in your studio? Is that what this is about? I don't fuck with <laughs> <laughs> you. Got really fucking angry what, there. Fucking kind of pervert. No, because I, I need to call. I need to put on blast when people. Say something is racist and they're not. Like people are like, yo, know, people are like, yo, math is racist. <laughs> I'm like, your mother's fucking racist. Math, again, uh, Teletubbies and math are not. No, racist. no, no, no. You didn't have the same seat, folks. I used to work in the clinical field, and I know when someone's. Yeah, I know when someone's going through something. And you got really angry when I said anything about the Teletubbies. I could see it in your face, like you were enraged. Fucking, you took a sip off your drink. You just like. What is, what is the conspiracy theory here that I see? No, no, that, the no, there's no conspiracy. Man, I think you outed, you outed yourself. Bro, there's I no conspiracy. Yeah, exactly. There's no conspiracy. You outed yourself. And now I know for a fact when we get off of this show, you fucking cry in that room of yours and fucking watch and tell it to them. You're like, this is when America made sense. This is when America made sense. Bird Lovin put a picture of Anthony Mackie. I watched Tell it and think America used to be perfect, yo. Back in the television. Back before those colors got their own network. And then they took MTV from us. Oh. So should we get on to more uh, throat goat operations? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, real quick, we gotta talk about the real issues. So there there was a Twitter account called Maxwell Trial Tracker <laughs> who was just kicked off of Twitter. Simply for reporting what was in the thing. They violated no rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they've been kicked off. They were given all the details on Twitter about the things. Here's what I'm saying. If people think there isn't a conspiracy, the the liberal, they don't want, like, the list of liberals to get out. The media, right? Right, right, this right. was revealing it. They kicked them off Twitter. Bro. I mean, what is up with that? So here's the thing, right? You know who's reporting on this shit? Only people reporting on it, you Carmen. know. Carmen, what's up, my sister? Courtney Who's says, "Steve, I'm about to shut y'all down tonight. Y'all on the, <laughs> y'all on one this evening." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, so the I only love that since he did the the black. Oh, I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. I'm blackity black. I'm black, y'all. I love that song. Um, 
So here's the thing, right? The only people who are allowed or who are attempting to report on this are the people from Breaking Point, and they used to be on that show, The Hill, and it's a uh, cigar, cigar, and uh, I believe her name is Crystal Bell. He is a classical conservative. She is more left leaning in her politics, and they have been beating the drum about how mainstream media is not covering this. In fact, I find it extremely interesting that neither outlets on either side of the political spectrum are covering it. But when one fucking Twitter commentator right. says something, that person gets completely shut down. And here's the thing, man. Hit dogs, holler, right? And this is one of those things that can really take the veil. I, I'm going to just keep saying it, man. Take the veil off the system. But here's the problem, Mantis. No one's going to give a fuck. She could literally come out there and out them all, right? She could provide video evidence, but we are so far gone where people don't even accept facts, man. When you live in a world where Q, Donald Trump, and Don Lemon can exist at the same time, we're, we're fucked. Yeah, we are fucked. We're yeah, fucked. Because we are at a new age of people in total denial. And I think I told you this. I live in the town. I, I'm doxing myself. I live in the town of where Hillary and Bill live. Yeah. And my church is very left-leaning. And I'll tell you, if you go to coffee hour on Sundays after church, yeah, 11, 11 a.m., you go in there, you're like, what up? You grab a cup of coffee, you have your tie on, you're like, what up, guys? You will hear people praising the shit out of Clinton. Yeah, yeah, As yeah. if they didn't know he had multiple sex sex offense right. accusations against him, including rape, multiple right. counts of rape. Right. You know, that he's had children with prostitutes before. And they still think he's the golden boy because you know what it is? Total, because they're part of the tribe, they deny the truth that's in front of them. Let me, uh, let me put you onto some game right now. If uh, my boy Teardrop is in here, he's probably going to throw a man up. I don't know if anyone else will identify this. I don't know this, obviously, because I wouldn't admit anything like this on air. But did you he's know? <laughs> he said, "Here I come, man. He's, he's, he's coming to Chappaqua to hang out." Uh, here's the thing: I I know for a fact, right? I, I mean, I don't know. I allegedly, allegedly. Did you know that if you can't afford an attorney when you're locked up, you get a public uh, defender, right? We, you know, people call them public pretenders, right? Or, or like legal aid in the legal aid. legal aid. Did you know that they eat lunch with the prosecutor? Yes. All right, so here's something. I want you to use that and wrap that overarching image I just gave you into partisan politics, right? Because it's not just the libs that are in on this. It's also the reds that are in on this, too. They both stand a lot to lose from people being exposed, right? Because if we start taking a closer look at the historical record of both parties, then we would have to hold them accountable. Now, listen, I'm no anarchist, folks, but I'm telling you right now, We've never been closer to the system being completely dismantled by a bunch yeah. of baby fuckers. And I'm, I'm saying that as the truth, man. These people got evil, evil skeletons in their closet. Even if it doesn't have to do with sexual allegations, Benghazi, everything that's ever happened in the Middle East, black ops, all of that stuff. And I bet you they all thought they would go to their grave with their secrets intact. And here they are about to get outed by the woman who ate George Clooney's uh, soup, and you it's you love to keep bringing up, what you <laughs> and it's gonna it's gonna be You're amazing. Slut shaming, you're slut shaming. I'm not slut shaming. She's out, bro. She doesn't get any consideration. She if anyone's out and does not get consideration, it's the woman who fucking groomed women for the fucking predators for the monsters, right? Right. right. She's got to right. be out. We we don't have to worry about her fucking feelings anymore, do we? Someone, 
in chat. Do we have to worry about her feelings? I would say she's outside of public wait, consideration. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm going to consider her feelings till she spills all the beans. Then we can hang her from a building. <laughs> shame, 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 shame. But yeah, I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. I'm not surprised. So I think there's a certain threshold where, as a, a commentator, you should be very wary and be prepared to be shut down on these things because YouTube doesn't even assign real people to these cases. Twitter has knowingly shut people down with an algorithm, and that's the problem with the algorithm. You can get shut down for saying, uh, you know, Deech, and it sounds too much like Dick. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of thing can get you banned on YouTube. Hell, we're probably not going to be able to. Twitch blocks you for using the word. Wait, are we on Twitch? Yeah, we're on Twitch. You can't say simp on Twitch, but I said it because there's no one watching, and you know who gives a fuck at this point. We'll just move to Facebook where the all where the rest of the old people are. But it doesn't surprise me that they suppress that type of stuff. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It does not surprise. I feel bad for that person. You know, I feel bad that they're probably going to get demonetized and the whole thing. Yeah. It's just crazy, man. They need to stop the censorship. They need to, like, yeah, we need to free the people and our minds, yo, and our minds. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a hippie, I swear. You are a hippie. You are a dancing hippie. But... By the way, public friend, I like your new PFP. Yeah, it's pretty... I like it, too. It's dope. Pretty I'm, dope as fuck. But what are we moving on to? So we just did Jelaine. <laughs> as long as we're talking about blowjobs... <laughs> okay. We, speaking of blowjobs, we might as well talk about Madonna... Um, uh, you know, Nancy Reagan and Ben Shapiro's sister-in-law. Oh my goodness. This is, uh, this is, this is, this is insane folks. So I, I'm trying to pull it up and listen, so, I, I got something pulled up. I got something. So basically Ben Shapiro has a sister-in-law who is anti the higher religious. Like they're not, she's not into the religious thing. She's kind of a free spirit. And she's she's constantly writing off of their coattails. Kim and his wife are super like religious. They're like we're religious Jews and we're conservative. And, right, right. They are the the opposite. Yeah. And so what she does is um, she she, <laughs> her, she calls herself classical Abby. And okay. She tweets, "This is Madonna at sixty three, and she has a very sexy picture." Of Madonna, probably airbrushed, right. getting started yeah. on a bed, looking like her younger, you know, thirty-year-old sluts out. Right, um, th- and she says, "This is Nancy Reagan at sixty-four, and it's Nancy Reagan with her family being an old lady, you know." <laughs> and she says, "Trashy living versus classic living. Which version of yourself do you want to be?" Ooh, and so we're like, "Oh snap, she's shitting on the conservatives. That is hardcore." Thank you for the gem, public friend. Well, a bunch of people decided to chime in and give real history to uh-huh. this woman. Yeah, context. And, you know, classical Abby, yeah. you know, Ben Shapiro's sister-in-law, getting shot down because <laughs> they point out that Nancy Reagan did not have some classic. Well, she had classic in a sense, but in a different sense. <laughs> she had old fashions all over her. And so this one guy points out an article from the Village Voice, which was from years ago, actually. It's not even new. But he puts it up on his tweet, and he says, according to Kitty Kelly's biography, <laughs> Nancy Reagan was renowned in Hollywood for performing oral sex. <laughs> Just say yes, Nancy was her name in those days. She was Nancy Davis, who was known to give the best blowjob in town, not only in the evening, but in offices. Yeah, That was one of the reasons she was so popular on the MGM lot. It must have made, made her very popular with Ronnie as well. Uh, Proving once and for all that you can make a whole housewife. 
Like, Ronald Reagan did that shit, man. He did that shit, bro. Listen. And, and you know, I'm going to refrain from saying all the tweets that happened, but apparently it wasn't just this guy quoting the village voice. Yeah. A bunch of people just started chiming in. It's they tore her, they tore her ass up. It tore, and there was all this, well, not, maybe not evidence. I don't even know if that's evidence. People would be like, Here, here's what people say about her. And apparently yeah. she was a. a yeah. I'm not trying to shut <laughs> slut shame, but a blowjob slut. <laughs> <laughs> they tore her ass up and it was absolutely amazing now i don't want to i don't like to disparage the dead but i will like to disparage the image of people <laughs> it's because Wait, she had dentures last comment. Get the last comment. it was because she had dentures <laughs> dentures was it because they um public friends says was it because they had dentures well yeah well, one of you know because yeah, they could take their teeth out and wow <laughs> it's a, i've that, never gotten with an old lady but i've never wanted to more than now that's called a skid row special if you know then you know <laughs> you would know the name the the hunts point breakdown um so here's the thing man uh she was a gummy bear says yes she was <laughs> here's, here's the thing about this whole situation right here man uh you know the reagans have had a lot of stuff come out about them you know after life mostly on ronald's side you know uh some positive some negative he wrote his uh his father-in-law a beautifully penned letter about giving his soul to jesus and also, Ronald Reagan will be remembered as the guy who said, look, these monkeys just got their freedoms and they're already voting against us. I'm paraphrasing, but monkeys was a part of the statement and the inference was towards the Africans at the uh, UN. Do, do I care that Nancy Reagan gave someone head back in the day? No. Do I care that she gave the you entire MGM lot head? Yes, that's an interesting story because I want to know what was Nancy's life... <laughs> It's, what? Inter- you know, it's an interesting story. Listen, it's like American apparently, Horror Story all stuff. The people tweeted her. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, apparently, all the people who tweeted her, there's like not evidence, but people say claim that she came to uh, Frank Sinatra's house and gave him a blowjob. So who the fuck knows? Look, let's stop beating around the bush, people. We need to protect these women, right? <laughs> they are a natural resource. Just think about how many wars Nancy probably averted, right? Ronnie's got his finger on the red button, and she's like, "No, nah, let me top him off." Averted Armageddon multiple times. That's why yeah. Trump almost took us to the brink every time. We all know he wasn't getting laid, right? He wasn't. Well, yo, as he says that there should be a movie about her. Public says she actually died of a lifetime of low oxygen levels. <laughs> I heard that the back of her throat was severely damaged and highly infected. Um, let me ask you a question, but oh fuck. This is definitely the last episode. What, what was get, we can't get canceled? We can just change apps. It's all good. <laughs> Let me hear this. If I I keep getting thrown off apps every time we get thrown off apps, we'll go somewhere else. Fuck this. Let me ask you a question. What was the polite uh, response back then? Is, was it spit or sip? Do you think was it spit or what? Spit or sip. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea if this was so uh, uh I assume I, I think her I, I assume her heyday was the sixties because like they were old when they were pres- when he was president and right. that was the eighties, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I, I don't know what the nomenclature or the or the etiquette of getting a blowjob from like the blowjob slut of, of office was like. But what I'm saying is this is going down on this is going down to them because 
They're this is going down. You can't help yourself. You're a monster. I can't help myself. <laughs> to be honest, if you look at pictures of, 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 of you know, Nancy when she was younger, uh-huh. you know. She's looked the same way in my mind forever. Every you, you see, you remember, you remember her as older mummy Nancy. But <laughs> if you see a young picture of her, you know I wouldn't. I heard I that wouldn't. if you follow the veins on Nancy Reagan's legs, it will lead you to Benjamin's gold. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, man. I, I'm just, you know, Courtney wants to know what's going on tonight. Courtney, Courtney, let me tell you what's going on. Fanboy Modeling School has been a show for too long and has been muffled by nothing really i don't understand why we haven't been able to just make jokes and talk about the stuff we want as long as we're not deliberately going after the people we love then i I feel like everyone's fair use and fair game and this was stuff that was popping off in the news courtney and no one's reporting on it god damn it nancy reagan and ronald reagan are the gold standard for the republican party these are people who the republican party wishes they could resurrect (laughs) a zombie version of reagan running for president (laughs) exactly he was popular in his day he was he was popular even amongst Democrats. Democrats thought he was popular. Bro, he was so fucking popular. He publicly shitted on George Bush Sr. at their debate and literally looked this man in the eyes. We're talking about George Bush, a man who was in the CIA, who has probably strangled people with his pocket watch. And he looked them dead in the <laughs> eyes and he said, I paid for this goddamn thing. You sit down and let me talk. He was Trump before there was Trump. And I just think it's amazing how short their memory is. So I always find it funny when uh, you know Republicans get a little bit of their ousted culture that they've created right the crowders the shapiros all these people the by that logic uh crew which never follows their own logic so it's great that she got sauteed on fucking twitter it's only right right they're always picking on fucking confused liberal kids from college i like to see these people get roasted in public now nancy reagan has never done anything to me the dare campaign the just say no campaign i don't blame her for the drugs in the community right i blame honestly all these campaigns about how to fix aids or fix fix drugs or stop guns are usually done by older people who are out of touch and don't know how to solve the problem exactly i don't blame them for any of this shit yeah hillary clinton when her husband was in office thought video games turned us in violent well you know hold on for a second it definitely turned us violent I was violent already. Oh, no, you weren't violent. You <laughs> made me violent. My co- video games calmed me the fuck down. Uh, Hil- uh, Hillary Clinton and uh, Bill Clinton said we were super predators, and now the oh, term right. uh, super predator. Yeah, the, the, the term predator. Now you don't want to be associated with that or super predator. Right. <laughs> Courtney is still saying, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, so basically, like in terms of other people. By the way, real quick, people are thinking about some other app, talking to the other app, and they're like, "Yo." I heard blah 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 isn't, isn't caving whatever. Um, I, I, I've I've made my move and I'm not moving again. And so that place wasn't just lame in the fact that it doesn't have numbers or it doesn't have growth or that it it, it protects pedophiles or that it what? you know it's all about like 13 and 14 year olds and that you can't actually tell have intelligent thought like for instance like this episode of fanboy <laughs> modeling school for instance. um or, or or all this shit or there's no growth or, or or all this stuff um all of those are already complaints but also the bad business practices of the korean guys who run it <laughs> they're fucking assholes and so that i'm not gonna entertain any talk about going back it's cool if you're into it if you if you want to simp for an app Go for it, bros. <laughs> but fanboy modeling school for the foreseeable future, as well as Fat Mantis. I can, I'm speaking for myself and my properties. 
are not going are not going back i mean i well i've made a i made a public exit and once i leave a building i never come yeah. back in unless yeah, i there's no reason to do <laughs> unless like, i forgot my hat t- between my legs <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I, I hope emmy and ammo you know show me but some here's the thing right <laughs> we're not player haters over here if you do find success on spoon i'm gonna be right there supporting you one every step of the way it's just no longer yes. for me. It's no longer for me. I can't worry about the copyright music thing. I want to grow my brand in a different direction. And, uh, you know, here's also the thing, right? I have independent thought. But the one thing you guys will always learn about me is I'm fiercely loyal, right? So if you can fuck my friends over, it's only a matter of time before you fuck me over. And I'm always going to exit stage left. I wasn't a paid streamer. I uh, wasn't sponsored. I was very proud of my choice. You know, like you guys voted me in. But, you know, on to the next one. And we all know that Beagle Live is where it's at, right? <laughs> like, fucking- I'm not going to lie. This is probably for off-episode off talk. Every time, I, I've been looking at all these different apps, and I'm like, they're such garbage. I look back at it, Beagle Live wasn't that bad. No. I've now, so I'll say this about Spoon, man. They got their audio shit on point, right? They got that shit on point. Like, the audio quality is on. <laughs> Izzy said I got banned on Beagle. <laughs> How the fuck did you do that? <laughs> we love and respect you, but yeah, of course you do. Izzy, how did you do There's no one manning the ship over at Bigo. <laughs> Public said it best. They're probably going to rehire Korean employees, and that's right. You're going to have Korean taskmasters oh, while you're in at that app. Is that what you want? Before you had Americans to talk to, we were very active at talking with you. We literally had a Discord to talk so our taskmasters who run the app. Right. You're going to have strangers who don't even speak your language. That's Google Translate. You guys want to try that? Go for it. It's Google Translate, man. I use Google Translate all the time in Hungarian, and I don't know any Hungarians, but it seems to be working out great for me. Yeah. Grace says she's moving to Friendster. Oh. <laughs> well, actually, I'll tell you. I'm going to tell you as a paid streamer. Yeah. Yo, so on Thanksgiving, I am shitting you not, guys. Literally Thanksgiving morning. I got a personalized email from the CEO. Oops. I'm not going to say that name, but that, you know, that yeah. company. And it was all in Korean. And I said, oh, damn it. I had to download Google Translate or whatever and all this stuff. And it was boilerplate nonsense. It was says, I am very sorry for the way this worked out, but it didn't work out. Good luck. We wish to be a good company. We may continue in America. We may not. Who knows what the future is? Shut the if fuck up. Did reference- it say that part right there? We may continue in America. We may not. Yes. Yes. More or less. I'll, I'll show you the translation. I'll try to get the translation. I still have the email, so I can have it translated already. But basically, they said that we, who knows what the future is. Um, uh, if you need a reference, we were happy to give you references. Kind of boilerplate, like, fuck you on Thanksgiving. And I'm like... Well, look at, look at how colorblind they are. They sent that on Thanksgiving, yo. And they actually said they're like the way we fought, the way we handled the dissolution of America was not appropriate. We're sorry for this, <laughs> you know. Because when it translates, it translates into some hard, like yeah, 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 some very unpleasant sentences. <laughs> <laughs> rough. It's rough. It's rough on the ears, folks. It's as appealing as German is if they were singing reggae music. Um, I would love to read that email. In fact, uh, we should yeah. do a segment where you read it aloud. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. That's a good one. We should absolutely. I'm not going to do it right now. I'm not going to look that shit up, but we should do that in a future episode. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, any last thoughts on the last throat goat, Nancy Reagan? 
To be honest, I wish I feel like I was born in the wrong generation because honestly, I think me and her would bring good friends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's to think about it? What's the mm-hmm. thing? I don't understand what the, what's to think about. Um, it's just more people on the internet acting like savages, trashing someone's legacy, going on and on, yada yada yada. Right. Um, I don't think she should be put on a pedestal, but also. I don't go around to people's grandmothers and making fun of like how their grandmothers used to be sluts. <laughs> um, so, I don't think it's the most appropriate like shit in the world. It's Twitter. This is what happens on Twitter and, and Reddit. Twitter, Twitter and Reddit are just felt. This is our new content, folks. Yeah, I know there are other people reacting to conservative bros and cars and uh, crying liberals outside the doors, but man, there's just, it's so rich, right? And because we can't talk about the movie that will have the embargo lifted, that's your second warning, folks. Stay off the internet in regards to Spider Man because the embargo lifts tonight. We got to talk about this shit, man. Yeah, we got to talk about you know what these people are doing out in these streets, these Twitter streets, man. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna say this though, right? You know who looks really good in this scenario? Ooh. Fucking Cardi B, right? She's let it all hang out from the get-go. You know what I'm saying? Like one of her one of my favorite quotes from Cardi B is, Ain't too many motherfuckers that fucked me. And I was like, God damn. Right? Like she's like, I got receipts. Because you ain't got receipts. You ain't fucked me. Cardi B said publicly that she used to rob motherfuckers. Drug them and rob them. Right. I thought the shit right. was coming down. Right. On, I thought the shit was coming down on Cardi has recently had two wins lately. It was just uh, well, you know, that's big talk though. There's no way. Like, here's what I'm saying. Since you thank you for the gym. Since she is now, what? If she if she, she's not the person she is now, if she didn't when she was younger, get down, bro. Listen to me. I want. I don't. I don't give a fuck. What, everyone knows. You know, Cardi probably got down, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no doubt in my mind about that shit. What's important is that Cardi's ascended to the point where she's like, yo, I can com- I can confess crimes where the statute of limitations is not up and you ain't doing shit. Right? Oh, that's cool. That's cool. But that's when she says not many not many motherfuckers uh, fuck me. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> no, she didn't say not many motherfuckers. You know, yeah, she insinuated like there aren't too many motherfuckers. What's what's too many? What's too many? Like 40, 50? What are you thinking? She her her bo- her body count is at least one fifty. One fifty? What do you think? Fucking Cardi B knows people that live in my mom's neighborhood. I'm not saying anything bad about it. You know, I think I think Courtney and other people were like, why are we talking about all the sex stuff? <laughs> um, we could talk about more, you know, more simple stuff. So West Side Story. <laughs> Bombs. <laughs> Bombs. So here's the thing. Um, in okay. the Heights. And eleven point nine million mm-hmm. weekend opening weekend, not good. However, it simultaneously opened on HBO Max, okay. so a ton of people got to see it on HBO Max. And so, if theater, if it was only theaters, it would get way bigger, right? Oh, right. West Side Story opens exclusively in theaters. Right, it got ten million. Yeah. Let's talk about this for a second, right? So let's look at West Side Story, the the original, and then let's look at this new one. Did anyone ask for this? Was there anyone sitting around clamoring besides drama majors, right, from LaGuardia <laughs> or failed directors from Emerson? I can't wait for the reboot of West Side, <laughs> Side Story. Story. <laughs> they're going to get the story correct. <laughs> what is this movie? What is this really about? It's about a bunch of gangbangers running around dancing and doing splits and shit. They're having dance fights. They're having dance fights. 
a white gang and a Spanish gang are having this, this you know, uh, dance fights, and in in the ruckus, <laughs> one of their members falls in love with a female, you know, Puerto Rican girl yeah, who's yeah. part of that gang. So the Jets are the white boys, and the Sharks are the Puerto Ricans. Ah, were they Puerto Ricans in the original? Are you sure? Are you sure about that? I uh, um uh, yes, because actually this uh, uh, this has to do with with the actual story. Studios, no, well, yeah, what stu- what studios are saying? Studios are saying uh you know, they're saying like, "Oh, we made a mistake. We hired general Latinos to play the roles." And <laughs> Wait, we pause, must have pause, pause, have pause, pause, pause. Hold the fuck up. What the fuck is a general Latino? So they were Latinos from different cultures. Okay. They think the reason they did bad is okay. that they should have only hired Puerto Ricans. It's getting that bad where, like, for to make a movie, you have to be literally from like to, to play Malcolm X. You have to have literally lived in Malcolm X's house. Uh-huh. You can actually play him. I'm o- I'm only against Brits playing black uh, historical characters. That's all I'm against. Those those I'm against everything British. <laughs> Yeah, but here's the thing, right? So they're saying that the reason is, if I'm hearing you correctly, more people didn't show up is because there weren't enough, there wasn't enough Puerto Rican representation. Right. And that, that, that's what they're saying. And they Wait, who directed this movie? Steven Spielberg. All right, folks, this is the second fucking time this guy's gotten away with it. Did you know he directed one of the most historical black movies that people love the fucking quote? And I'm not mad at him for it, but goddamn, Steven Spielberg. No, no. Oh, fuck. Three. Three. (laughs) It's the color purple. Amistad. Oh, the color purple. I love, actually love that movie. Yeah, everyone fucking loves it. It's Spike Lee will never forgive the people who wrote it. And fucking gave it to Steven Spielberg. He'll never forgive him. He'll die still bitter about that. But I'm not understanding his greatest quote. His greatest quote is every time he like every time someone's driving, I lose an Oscar. Yep. Yeah. Because uh, uh, driving Miss Daisy beat him in the younger years, and then uh, Green Book beat him in the modern age. So. Uh. Man, I'm telling you, man, Spike, Spike just can't win, man. You know what I'm saying? Do the right thing, motherfuckers. You know what it is, because they. uh, uh, So you're doing it right now. You're taking you're taking you're taking the juice off the Puerto Ricans. You're just like the West Side Story producers. We were talking about the Puerto Rican plight, and you somehow managed to turn it into Spike Lee's plight. (laughs) Let's go back to the Puerto Rican plight. Puerto Ricans have it so bad. So listen here. No man, this is (laughs) fucked up, right? So this is not the first time this has happened to these people. To this good group of people right here, Carlito's way, right? Al Pacino fucking played the the the, the least Hispanic man ever, bro. What was that accent he was doing? Can you tell me what that was? Like I watched Carlito's way. Yeah, that's no, that's not. Yeah, you're right. That's not a real accent. That's. I don't know Some who he's shit. trying to sound like. And then then now we have West Side Story, a movie clearly that Puerto Ricans are so attached to. In fact, every Puerto Rican I met recently will say, hey, you know what I was thinking about the other day? Not what's going on in uh, Puerto Rico, the island, and how we can better, further redevelop our country, bring jobs back there and resources. They were like, we are finally being represented in one of the greatest movies ever made. West Side fucking story. And then they were robbed, according to you, because they put general Latinos in there. And these were the yeah. words that the studio used to describe the, the situation. Studio, these are the words they used. They actually used that word. They're like general Latinos. People were like, what? And so basically, uh, uh, Grace pointing out the girl who played Maria is half Colombian. Half Colombian, half what? 
What's up, Bix? Like the point is, yeah, she's a mix or whatever. But no, like, I didn't say mix. I said, what's up, Bix? I'm saying, I'm saying can't Spanish people play Spanish people? I don't First of all, we can't use that term anymore. Secondly, no. No, man. What, what, hold on. Why is it's not offensive, though? Huh? It's it's gonna offend Same someone. Spanish people. It's gonna offend someone like that white baby in the sun. That I'm so, telling yeah, you. know, because it's true. You could call them Spanish, and they're like, "Well, we're not Hispanic." And some people you'll use Hispanic, which literally means not not Spanish. Right. However, they'll be like, "Don't call me not Spanish." And there's Latino, and then there's also Latino X, which, however, I have seen. Mm-hmm. There is a record hatred in the Latino community. Hatred of Latinx. People hate that phrase. That is a white ally phrase, period. Well, it's a, it's a new age term. And then you're forgetting some other terms that like represent other groups. Like you're forgetting about Chicanos. You're for, yeah, it's it, There's a whole thing, right? And this is what happens when you start to pander is what's really happening, folks. Yeah. They made this movie to pander to people. Hey, and they felt like this would draw people in. But I'm not entirely sure this is a story that really spoke to the quote-unquote Puerto Rican experience. Now, if you were just telling me you're into musicals, then fuck yeah, just bill it as a musical, advertise it as a musical. But don't try to make it some shit where it's like, hey, this is going to bring us all fucking together. Go ahead. But so Public Friend is saying that they're that they're not they're not Spanish because, you know, Spanish is Spanish is from Spain. Right. Um, however, they speak Spanish, and plenty of people in the hood and in in in, in various Spanish communities mm-hmm. or Hispanic communities refer to themselves as Spanish. Uh, so once again, that that's that's a play on where they're like, well, that's not the exact thing. There is no way you can have a term that generalizes every. You're saying the, that fits the, it, fits everyone. Nuances of humans. Which fits everyone. Nuances of humans, right? Let me just address something. Uh, Beck said was the original pandering as well. No, the the original was derogatory, according to some people, right? Because it really just painted people. Uh, yeah, what? It was white people in tan. (laughs) (laughs) That's you know, it it was brown face. If there's such thing as black face, this uh, the original was a minstrel show, in my opinion, and it just everything about it was kind of offensive. But I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about that shit. The reason I said this was pandering is because that's what they wanted to do, right? And that's the excuse they're using. And they're using the excuse that, hey, we didn't do the right thing because we didn't fill the roles with enough Puerto Ricans. Okay, so sad, so bad, motherfucker. You had your chance. You could have done it the right way, right? But you chose to do it your way, and I, this movie sucks anyway. <laughs> It sucks, so, right? So, a uh, public public friend is saying, "Well, uh, no, they don't." And are you English? So, I am not English. I'm the uh, absolute opposite of English. I certainly wouldn't criticize a foreigner if they called me English. However, I know Spanish people from the hood who call themselves Spanish. So, don't say no to that. Yeah, you're primarily you're talking them? about like Dominicans, Washington Heights, and when yeah. we were when we were growing I'm up. I'm Spanish. I'm Spanish, bro. They do it all the time. They say it all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I gotta admit, it is the white man who decides <laughs> to create all these di- like these divisions, uh, these the identity <laughs> politics. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? Though I will say that I have sat down with some people from Spain, and they have some colorful things to say about the term Spanish. I I'm not gonna get to li- I'm not gonna get to that conversation person because they're you know no? I only listen to America, Central America, or South America, Europe. Can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till Europe is gone, man. Until we could all just start speaking American. 
right? And then what's going on with Canada, man? When are we going to invade Canada to get those resources? I need that fucking maple syrup, bro. I just want to say one thing about West Side Story, right? I would have been fine with the Heights. I would have been. I actually, I actually enjoyed the Heights. I haven't lived there for a little bit, in man. The, in the Heights, I kind of liked. It wasn't great. It was all right. No, I, I, I enjoyed the musical guy. I lo- there are some musicals I love, but I, that wasn't one. Of them. I'm not big into musicals, but I love the story and I, I loved everything about like you know them repping the Heights and stuff like that. I'm not even sure. Okay, so can you tell me where the where West Side Story is supposed to take place at? Is it like the Upper West Side? What part of the West Side? What West Side? Where the West Side of California? The West Side of New York? Where the fuck are they? New York, New York. New so the New West York. Side. So Back at it's some point, the Upper West Side back in the day, when the white man was basically gentrifying it. Although they're all, they're, you know, it's a white gang, so you know, gang culture is impoverished culture ultimately at the end of the day. So these are poor white guys fighting poor Puerto Rican guys. folks. There was never a time where this happened of the Upper West Side before. <laughs> Before there were fucking anyone else there, there were fucking Orthodox families there. In fact, if you grew up in the Bronx, the Upper West Side of Manhattan or fucking Harlem, if you go look outside your door in your apartment or your parents' apartment, you're going to find this little metal thing on your door. You might, they might still be there. They haven't renovated your building. And if you open that, there's going to be a little piece of paper in there. And that's actually written you, in Hebrew. You're not supposed to open it. Well, they don't live there anymore, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> and there's going to be a little piece of paper written in Hebrew, and it's a blessing for the house, right? So that's who inhabited it. For everyone who doesn't understand. So um, Jewish culture is so prevalent in, in New York that a lot of apartments have right there when you open the door um, this little thing with hebrew writing on it and if you yeah. open it there's a little scroll written by our, it's a, a blessing rabbi. for the house they bless blessing it. the home yeah yeah um, so it's this, not uncommon so this story point. about puerto ricans fighting uh, i assume italian guys or irish guys i, agree, public. I think it's you <laughs> fighting irish or italian guys back in the day on the upper west side never took place folks if anything it would have been jewish guys fighting for their life against i don't know who who the fuck no, is but it? Uh, no, honestly, it would, would be Spanish guys fighting against skinheads in the Bronx. No, they're no fucking... Like Ford, the Fordham Baldies or whatever. Oh, those, those guys fucking like crazy guys. Crazy white gang back in the... Like, yeah, but they weren't like... They didn't have like Nazi politic identities or anything. They were just well, a bunch of... Right, 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 they, they were fucking running around with Swazis. What was, what was, this is probably going to get this podcast. I'm going to say it. Yeah. The Golden Guineas. Oh fuck! You said it. You said it. Gang called the Golden Guineas. Yeah, 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 yeah. um, They used to carve a GG in your forehead. Yeah, there used to be a crew in Harlem called. You know who used to? Actually, I'm not gonna say that. You know, you know who used to be the scariest guys? (laughs) They used to be the scariest guys in New York. And uh, if Chris uh, Paulie Jones is still here, he can testify to this. It was actually the Shoreman. You know those motherfuckers that hung out at the docks on the Riverside Drive and those guys that wore peacoats? I mean, pea I coats? know of them. Yeah, exactly. You know why you know of them and you never fucked with them? Because we all <laughs> we were all taught as kids not to fuck with dudes in peacoats that hung out by the Riverside Drive. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, right. You're right. Like the fucking... <laughs> yeah, you know... I would shoot the peacoat. You don't ever want to fuck with me <laughs> you know, You know who I'm talking about, Gray. Those other guys. They weren't mobsters. They weren't bookies. You don't know what they were about. Yeah, they but those motherfuckers, yeah. 
Yeah, they, they came in from port, some other places, and they will grab your little ass up and take you to a new land. Um, and this is, this gives me an opportunity to talk about my favorite documentary. What's that? On Netflix, Rumble Kings. Rumble Kings. And it's about the the gangs in the fifties in New York. It's on Netflix. Oh man. And they talk that. about all sorts of them. One of the most interesting ones was this one gang who was a, a all black biker gang. Oh yeah, these guys. Yet their all their paraphernalia <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. was Nazi shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 what it is is they in, in the documentary they inter they interviewed the old the OGs who were like old. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, and yeah, and they're like, why did you do that? And they go. Just to scare motherfuckers. When they saw us, they didn't know what we were about. <laughs> they just were scared the fuck out. We had swastikas on our jackets and fucking Nazi helmets. And like, wait, 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 wait. If you if you think about the movie The Warriors, they were actually in The Warriors. Remember, there's a scene where there's like white skin heads and black skin heads hanging out a yeah. bus chasing. <laughs> it was those guys, bro. Uh, you know what's fucking crazy though, man, about this whole thing, the West Side Story situation. If you want to hear the real West Side Story. Go watch a movie called Paid in Full. That's technically on the Upper West Side as well. The Upper West Side that everyone likes to forget about. Harlem. The real West Side. Right? Yeah, the real Upper West Side. <laughs> it's funny how, like, at one point growing up, 96th Street in Broadway or Amsterdam was not considered Harlem, where clearly the map starts there. Right? But Yes, the actual... So, <laughs> what it is, is zip coding for the Postal Service dictates that 96 and up is Harlem. Yes, but as as um, white gentrification took over, they pushed it to about one sixteen, probably right. Yeah, so I grew up. I'm not saying that shit either. But well, <laughs> why I grew up was technically the beginning. The precipice that they tried to say was the beginning of Harlem. Uh, I just want to acknowledge uh, Christopher Jones. The original skinheads were also black. They were, and it started in Jamaica. And yeah, and then as usual, something some shit got adopted. How the yeah, fuck did we skin, get here? Skinhead, skinheadism was really originally about um, working class motherfuckers. Yeah, unifying, and so then eventually some Nazi motherfuckers got it, and they're like, "Well, we're white, we're white <laughs> working class. Fuck you, other guys. <laughs> we're gonna make and this they, thing they work." They usurped it, and they became more popular because the media loves to focus on the worst, worst yeah. angles of shit. You yeah, know? but yeah, there used to be black skinheads. I want to go back to something. I want to go back to the Spanish versus Latino conversation. There was a, a freedom fighting group in uh, Chicago and uh, started in Puerto Rico and then uh, made its way to the south side of Chicago and then grew and nestled in the south side of Chicago, fought off two of the biggest gangs in Chicago. I'm being facetious when I say freedom fighting crew. And then they made their way to New York City. And uh, this freedom fighting group <laughs> that was predominantly run by Puerto Ricans uh, if you at one point would have told them or used the word Spanish or Hispanic in their general vicinity, you would have got what was called a uh, buck fifty. And if you don't know what that oh, is, Jesus. if you don't know what a buck fifty is, you can go ahead and look it up. And uh, it's funny because I remember when there was a, a turn in New York in that regard because Puerto Rican identity became a very ferocious and fierce thing. And I don't mean those in, in a negative sense. Like they were really fighting for their culture and they want to distinguish themselves from what they the same way african-americans wanted to distinguish themselves from being called colored 
or being put yeah. in a category. And it was an interesting time to grow up in New York, man. But I'm telling you right now, in all my years of growing up in fucking New York, I've never seen two things that I've seen in movies. I've never seen motherfuckers in the train station riding skates with bats in their hands. And I've never seen fucking gangbangers dancing and fucking jumping around and doing pirouettes. And I fucking hate <laughs> West Side Story, bro. I hate everything about it. Well, what I'm saying is, like, um, you are right. That's so, I like, in terms of, like, calling them, I, I've been scolded for using Hispanic. I've never been scolded for Latino or Latina. And I've never been scolded for Spanish. But Hispanic, I've seen some people be like, yo, that means not Spanish. Fuck you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I just thought, yeah, I don't know what, what the word, you know. Yeah. So. I mean, the same thing is happening in the... In African American and in Black culture, there are people who are who are moving away from the term uh, African American. They don't want any distinction, or I mean, they don't want any uh, connection to the continent of Africa. But that's for another show with Da Vinci and Mantis and Great Winthrop. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I'll give you an example. My mother is not African or American. She's Haitian. Right. She doesn't fit into any category, so she doesn't like that term being placed on herself. So, it's, it's, wait, it's wait. weird. What? Yeah, I was I was reading uh, I was reading two jobs comments. I was like, should we read them aloud? He says, uh, "Dream, that's a lie." So you never saw BTS dancing at a party? LOL. Uh, I, I wouldn't call it dancing. I would call it two stepping, <laughs> two stepping, and maybe a shoulder roll. Uh, was there anything else you want to say about fucking West Side Story, man? Is there anything else that could possibly be interesting other the than... The first thing I just have to say yeah. is that... Um, okay, so here's the arrogance, and I'm not going to credit to any white person. I'm going to credit to just a person who is very egotistical, Steven Spielberg. Okay. Steven Spielberg made a movie with no celebrities. There's some That's people who have been in movies wrong. before, but none of them exist. And he thought, he's like, oh, the first West Side Story was racist? I'll fix it for you. I'll be your god. Come to this movie. <laughs> Why the fuck would we come to your movie, bro? Right. And he has <laughs> such an arrogance. He's such an arrogance. Here's the thing. I think part of the reason why the numbers are down, obviously COVID, but another one is like, is... It sucks. Well, apparently everyone's saying it's going to win Academy Award. You know how Academy Awards are. But is it possible that um, his name doesn't carry as much weight as it used to? 100%. He's in the same boat as Scorsese, and that ship has sailed. And that's why I always think it's funny when, uh, I don't want to call them bitter old directors, but when these creatives get to a point where it's like they don't have anything relevant left to make and the criticism of other properties start, right? And it's just like, hey, you know, you had your, your time. People enjoyed what you made at the time, and... I think Steven Spielberg should firmly sit back and enjoy his producer role. Let new people step into that. You know, new people step into the role that you're right. trying to desperately hold on to. And, uh, and the fucking remakes, man. So people go see remakes when it's something they want to see remade. And I just don't think this was something people were clamoring for. And I yeah, mean, it's no what I agree with you. No, you're right. No one was clamoring. For I'm telling you right now. People who went to LaGuardia or Lincoln or failed directors from Emerson. These are the only people asking for this shit. <laughs> Thank you for that. Public <laughs> says, also, why would I watch Spielberg do anything that isn't sci-fi? Exactly, Public. Like West Side what the fuck? Don't <laughs> sound like a fun experience to me. No. I agree, Public. Absolutely. 
Uh, and I, I think that he, look, one of the things he keeps applauding himself in the interviews, he's like, well, we cast real Latinos <laughs> in the roles of Latinos. So those who don't know, in the original West Side Story, yeah. it was white people with tans. Yes. It was white people pretending to be. It was Al Pacino fan. all over again. <laughs> yeah, it's Al Pacino all over. Our pro, oh, my pro- goodness. Hold on for a second. Grim, Grim, tell me. I mean, uh, uh, Gray, tell me you're still in here. Gray Winthrop, please sound off right now because I have something that's going to blow your mind and make you laugh. And it's about Carlito's Way, another movie that didn't have any Latinos in key yeah. points, key points, except for John Leguizamo. Uh, what was the guy's name that played Aragon in Lord of the Rings? Vigo uh, something? Um, Strider, right? Yeah, Strider. That actor, right? <laughs> You know, I know that actor. He was right. in Eastern Promises. He's been in a lot of good stuff. My Vigo uh, Mortensen. Mortensen. Hey, if you want to look up Vigo Mortensen and Carlito's way, it will make your fucking day. Because you thought Al Pacino's accent was bad. Vigo played a man of leisure, a pimp, <laughs> in fucking <laughs> Carlito's way. And it's fucking amazing. It's absolutely amazing, bro. Oh. All right, so we got to talk about the elephant Eddie in the room. Brooklyn. We got we got to talk about the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room. Got to talk about okay. Matrix Resurrection. Okay, so we're switching to, to um, fun pop culture, sci-fi, and all these things. Yeah. So what what are we talking about? Well, it's coming out December twenty second. There's another movie I'm not sure anyone asked for, but we're getting it. I'm actually excited for it because I'm going to watch it on HBO Max. I watch everything free that comes out on HBO Max. We're not getting Lawrence Fishburne by all reports. That sucks. Uh, your boy Yaya is playing young Morpheus, and I think this movie is going to be all about the one being... My early prediction, it's entirely about the cycle starting over. And I don't know how they're going to jive that or make that work because the movie ended... The trilogy, the original trilogy, ended with them saying that they had moved into a new era of understanding and peace. And even though the architect, aka Colonel Sanders, and uh, Colonel Sanders is one of the best parts in any <laughs> sci-fi movie, and the uh, the Oracle, aka uh, New Age, Ancient Mama, and uh, so that they had made this loose agreement, and it looks like everything was going to work out. I don't know how they're going to jive it, but uh, you know, it's, it's essentially picking it up with Neo and Trinity both having to fight their way out of the matrix it seems and come to consciousness right. without the corporeal bodies or anything like that but hey we're gonna get flips i'm gonna tell you what i saw in the trailer initially keanu throwing kicks there's a reason he does a lot more grappling in uh friggin john wick than the stuff he did in the matrix because his hips just don't move the way they used to and uh the wire work for the kick i saw didn't look great so <laughs> I don't know what to expect out of this movie, but that's my prediction. It's going to be about Gray Neo. Says, Go ahead. Gray says, if Lawrence Fishburne doesn't make a surprise appearance, this movie is dead. Meanwhile, public friend says, can't wait. Um, Bird Loving Fool says, I love Keanu. Keanu um, is a beloved person. I love Keanu. So. And he had to work with Jada Pinkett, which, you know, how I feel about her. So. <laughs> I, I I don't like her either. However, you know they're working together. I don't think it came up. I, I don't think he even knew she abuses her husband. 
You, you take it real personal. You take it real personal. I'm telling you, she saw him He's smack. Like the fact that Keanu even had coffee with the witch. <laughs> I'm telling you, Keanu saw her smack around poor Will a couple of times. I'm telling you. Poor pathetic Will. Will, get it together, though. Um, so, here's my concern. What's your concern? Do you remember the trailer? Try try to imagine young, young hold up. I can the see young him. curmudgeon. I can see him. Can Do you remember the trailer yeah. for the first Matrix? Yes. Do you remember the mysticism and awe and yeah. magic that possessed it? Yeah. And so then you're like, your mind, you're like, what? Would you say you were like your mind was blown? Yeah, I remember when we went to go see the movie. I was well, we thought it was Before about. You seen it? I'm saying trailer. Yeah, oh, the trailer. Yeah, yeah. I remember we thought. Uh, I thought it was about like Cybertronic wizards. There's a technical term yes. for that, but uh, Necro wizards or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about it for hours on end when we were like, this movie looks insane. <laughs> yeah. And we went and our minds were still blown. It wasn't, it wasn't what we thought, but it was still something it was amazing. amazing. It was our first and superhero so- movie. I would agree. That was the real thing. Fuck, fuck Spider-Man. Technomancer. <laughs> thank you. And so, do you remember the trailer or your feelings about the trailer for the sequel? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. When I saw the trailer, I was like, yeah. my mind is blown. What is happening? Where is this story going? I felt blah, like blah, blah, George blah. Clooney about 20 years or so ago. Are you bringing up... <laughs> Are you bringing up the WAP that we heard forever? That he got that WAP, he got that WAP from Jelaine Maxwell. Okay, where are you going with me? Where are you taking me? Go ahead, man. Where are you taking me? So the third one. Do you remember the trailer for that? Yes, I do remember the trailer for the third one because it opened with him walking through all the Smiths, and it was raining. And yeah, I, I that was before I saw the third one, and I was still like, "Fuck, this is going to be intense. This is going to be intense." Because two was actually good. I enjoyed two. So, going along that train of thought, how do you really feel about the trailer? I feel like this is a great free movie on fucking HBO Max. That's how I feel oh, about the trailer. I agree, I agree with that. That's yeah. a good feeling. <laughs> but would you also say that the trailers have been lackluster? 100%. Filled with any of the magic of the old ones. What? No, no, no because time. that time has passed, man. Bullet time, all that shit. Like, we're fucking we're desensitized now. I got motherfuckers snapping people out of existence. Big purple grimace looking motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, now I have to relive what I'm going off of in this one. And the trailer is lackluster and it doesn't give us much to work with. The only thing I have. To go off of is that somehow Keanu is going to make me smile again, right? Like he's going to manage to win us all over with that lovable Keanu energy, and this movie is going to give us something to go off of. I I don't know. I I really don't know how to say it any other way than that. Because like I said about the kick, like fight scenes make the Matrix, right? We can agree on that, right? And one of the things we all loved about the original movie. The second, the second, and uh, the third one, they both used a very legendary fight choreographer from uh, from uh, Hong Kong. I think it was the same guy who did the choreography for Crouching Tiger and Hidden Dragon and Hero yeah. and movies like that. Like it had had a lot of amazing stuff going about it. But ain't nobody gonna stick around. For, they're not gonna do that shit again. They can't, you know, right? And Smith isn't coming back. We know that for sure, right? So you, if you want to smile. Watch the Keanu movie called Knock Knock. Knock Knock. 
Is that the one when he fights the Tai Chi fighter? No, that's Man of Tai Chi. Uh, this is the, this is the one where he's a oh with the two man. girls they come to his house you fucking pervert <laughs> what does that have to do with the Matrix? <laughs> well, as long as we're talking about Nancy Reagan, I figure we're talking about it. The point is, is you're like I'm looking to smile. I want to feel. I want to feel fucking happy again. <laughs> Yo, bro, I have a bad. I have a bad feeling. I'm not trying to be a hater. You don't have to try. I hate on. I hate on this movie. <laughs> You hate on this movie. It's easy to hate on. I'm not. I don't begrudge you that. It's the Matrix. Uh, no, I. It's the Matrix Four. Let's think. Let's let's I'm think about that for a second. Keeping my mind open. No, you're not. I'm just saying the trailer <laughs> has not made me feel the way any of the other trailers have made me feel. It's impossible to recapture that magic. I'm agreeing with you. By the way, all I'm saying is this shit's free, right? This shit is fucking free. I, I'm not losing anything by watching this movie. Maybe time. That's about it. But you haven't given me your prediction about the. The best thing that that we're doing at this on this app is that people get to do gifts, and I love all these matrix. Gifts. Oh, they're beautiful. The gifts are beautiful. I, maybe that's why we don't Thank have a background. Time. Maybe that's why we don't have a background because they got the gifts. We, we could have both. We could have both. <laughs> you don't know anything about coding, Cincy. Can we have both? Can we have gifts and the background? Cincy, Cincy, back the mantis. We can have both, right? We can have a background <laughs> and a gift. Am I right, bro? Am I right? <laughs> in the chat <laughs> you haven't given me any fucking you haven't given me your predictions on the movie you gave me your your curmudgeon like fucking view on it but uh what do you think is gonna happen fucking dead air bro <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be honest I don't know what to say cause I'm like <laughs> Not uh, here's what it is. I will watch it the moment it drops. Okay, but I have a feeling it's gonna be crap. It's gonna be horrible. We're all agreeing on that. But what do you think is gonna happen? You got something in that fucking that brain of yours, that troubled mind of yours. Here's what I'm saying. In, in a normal action <laughs> sci-fi movie, I have a million productions. Yo, do you remember After Earth? Yeah, I thought that was gonna no. be a great movie. I thought it was going to be great, and it fucking sucked. I had a thousand predictions from that trailer. It was a horrible freaking movie, and none of them became true. You know that Drew uh, put a wedge between him and his son? I'm sure. <laughs> when you make shit, it's going to upset the artists who make it. No, no, no. Uh, Jaden feels like... Well, Will said this in his autobiography that he... Jaden implicitly trusted his dad with all the creative choices that he did in that movie, and Jaden took the brunt of it. Even though I didn't think he was horrible in the movie, I, I just thought the movie was bad. I thought he was great. I don't know what was up with the faux British Shyamalan who needs to be hung hung from a tree. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> you can't be talking about hanging people of it's color right. from a tree. He, he, yo, he's Indian. It's not. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's get back to the point. You you purposely tried to get me trolling. <laughs> The point is, is that this trailer does nothing for me. Right. Basically, uh, you know, in modern English, my dick is not hard. Um, so I do not. I'm not like I'm not like. I'm not enticed to come up with theories or anything. You know? No. And that's what sucks, man. It, it, it's kind of suffering the Hawkeye death, even though I think Hawkeye has been getting really good. And, you know, Hawkeye is going to continue to get good. 
we got to watch it. And I hope that since our expectations are so low, they make up for part three. And even though in retrospect, three isn't that bad. It's just the conclusion that we didn't want. It was the earliest example of motherfuckers projecting onto a movie what they thought was going to happen. I've ever seen. Everyone had theories. Folks, before the, this is what's about the early Internet here. There were whole yeah. fucking forums with green backgrounds, fucking coding back, coded backgrounds and people talking about what Neo represents in the real world. It got crazy. And it had to come to an end. It got dangerous. So I'm hoping this movie will dispel some of that stuff and we get something interesting. I don't like that they have Morpheus and full on Shaolin fighting guard. That's not Morpheus. That's Yahya Abdul Mateen, <laughs> aka the future Cyclops. Black ass Cyclops. <laughs> that is not Morpheus. I you know, I agree with Gray. They better have a surprise. The closest we're going to get to that again was seeing Lawrence Fishburne and uh, John Wick, which, which is an absolute amazing scene when you see Wait, him in John he, Wick 2. He's in John Wick 2 and oh, 3. Two, right. Two, two. Yeah, he's in 2 and 3. It's amazing when he comes out. He's like the he's the bird man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking amazing. You hear that bird? You hear that bird? <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne who, stole who your stuff. Who likes M. Night Shyamalan? Bird loving who likes M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> Yuck. Well, I mean, Split was good, and uh, what was it? Unbreakable was good. Sixth Sense was good. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Those were all good movies. He's had twelve duds. Who hasn't had twelve duds before? But I have never had a dud. <laughs> all my work is amazing. Every stream I do is friggin' amazing. <laughs> are you? Oh, are you trying to end this right now? He's trying to end this right now. <laughs> Before you end this, don't play that music. Don't don't you play that fucking music, <laughs> you little hippie. Yo, Halo trailer thoughts. Oh, that's what we're gonna end on. Halo trailer. Halo, a game that has shaped so many of our lives. What are your thoughts? All right, here here are my thoughts on Halo the trailer. Actually, we should talk about the uh, Matrix uh, animated trailer they dumped too on a uh, fucking IG from the Unreal as well. It's pretty cool to watch. Not great to look at, though. Um, Halo is one of those properties that I have a hard time envisioning as a movie because of the scope and the mass of the game, but it's not like that hasn't been done before. The problem is Master Chief, right? Master Chief is one of those characters that you only get once to get right. And with the type of fans that they have, it's going to be hard to please them. Trailer itself and the concept, I'm going to watch it, man. I'm going to watch it. I want. I need some other off-world type shit to watch right now. We don't have anything going like that. Star Wars is on hiatus forever. You know, fucking. Uh, we're not going to be getting a Boba until when? Oh, 29. 29. Oh, 29th? Oh, fuck, fuck Halo. Oh, fuck Halo. Fuck Halo. All fuck that shit. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> it doesn't talk about how how they delivered the scripts. Yes, fucking Master Chief showing up to people's offices yeah, and shit like that. Offices. And they didn't, they rejected it left and right. And that's what I'm saying. It's Microsoft. Microsoft has enough money if they would not, hear me out, bro. They have enough money if they hadn't blown it on things like Mixer and fucking paying Ninja and fucking paying Shroud and all this shit. Imagine if Microsoft just said, hey, we're just going to do in-house studios. It's going to cost us a few billion now, but overall, all we need is these properties to hit. We'll, you know, we'll do all the licensing. We own everything. If That's fucking what Netflix Ty- did, right? Yeah, and fucking Tyler Perry. And this is why Microsoft is losing to Apple in this regard. When you think of Apple, people think of Apple's App Store. 
right? And even though I'm downloading Netflix from it, it's like, oh, man, this is a pretty smooth, seamless experience. Or the same thing on Android, right? Microsoft has the money to do this, and they can make their own films, and they can pump it into their own fucking movie store. But instead, they're going, where are they going? Fucking Paramount? Where is this thing being released at? Oh, it's going to be in Paramount Plus. Bro. Which is like one of the least favored streaming. Like, no one watches that shit. Yeah. Unless you're a Star Wars bucket. A Star, I'm sorry, Star Trek bucket. But really a traitor because Discovery is garbage. <laughs> if you watch Discovery, you are not a Star Trek fan. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my life. Rewatching uh, Next Generation, working my way to Deep Space Nine. Yeah, man, I'm fucking. Once you once you get to Discovery, you'll you will vomit. Oh, is it that bad? It is. Wait, Voyager was no Voyager was good as well. Voyager's all right. It's (laughs) Discovery, the new one that they have on Paramount Plus. What about the the other one they made with the guy who used to be fucking from uh, Quantum Leap? There was another Star Trek in between Enterprise. Enterprise. Um, So you, you when you watch it, you'll be like. This is the worst one. It's not. Discovery is the worst <laughs> one. <laughs> yes, we got to talk about baby Grogu ate eggs, and they just said, that's cool. <laughs> he fucking butchered that woman's children, that fucking little yeah, murderer. <laughs> so, yeah, Grogu, in terms of, like, Star Wars, is a back alley abortion. <laughs> Holy I, don't know shit. The, I don't know why they put that in there. That was nuts. <laughs> and at the end, they think it's a joke. Like they're they're flying away, and then they zoom on him, and he's like, ha, 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 ha. "Doesn't he have like one left?" Egg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Star Trek Enterprises, man, this is. <laughs> Were you an angry fanboy? Yo, actually, I would actually say in my top ten episodes, there's actually one episode from. Um, she says Discovery. Actually, yeah, Discovery is my shit. Um. There's actually an episode in Enterprise that was, I would put in my top 10. Wait, hold on for a second. Is Discovery the one with that beautiful black goddess? Yes. You fucking racist. You want to turn Cyclops into a black man, but you won't support a black woman? Motherfucker. <laughs> I watched the shit out of the show, <laughs> waiting for it to get good, and it's just garbage, 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 garbage. Why do you hate women so much? Why do you assume? Because she's a yo. I wanted the black chick to be awesome. She wasn't. She wasn't. You have to call it as they see as you see it, man. <laughs> no, man. We 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 support the cause no matter what, man. No matter what, we say bad things are good and good things are bad, all in the name of blackness. You're some hotep motherfucker, <laughs> Israel white motherfucker, who's just like, kill the white man, or you know, half breeds are evil. So, yo, here's the thing. Best episode of Discovery, it's called Cogenitor. Cogenitor. Check I'll Co- check it out. Check it out. I will check that out, man. And <laughs> actually, it ha- actually has a good trans storyline in there. That's not the first time they uh, they broached that subject on Star Trek, though, because I, I just watched an episode uh, on uh, Next Generation that dealt with that, uh, that delved into, uh, but that wasn't the term back then. They didn't use the term transgender. Yeah, they didn't use that term back then. But they were, there was, it was actually a great episode. I gotta look in the fucking uh, Netflix queue to see which episode that was. 
But I don't know, man. Yo, so yo, co-gender is basically like this. What? They well, you're gonna spoil the fucking episode. Wait, is that is this? I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm gonna set up. I'm gonna set it. I'm gonna set it up like you set up that poor black woman so she can fail. Rub, rub your nipples and get ready. Holy shit! (laughs) (laughs) That gesture you just did was obscene. Yeah, you guys don't you guys don't see what's you know, because there's visual fanboy metal in school, which happens between me and this motherfucker. Wait, there's nothing happening between you. <laughs> We're just talking about some shit. He's watching me rub my nipples. That's as erotic as it gets. So they meet up with a race that's super technologically advanced and they want to meet them and they go and hang out and they're all they're all like hanging out. Mm-hmm. And then so they're hanging out and one uh, there's two of them married couple and they have a third person who looks androgynous okay and so the engineer starts talking to the married couple and they're super friendly they're super nice they're super friendly and then he starts talking to the third person and they say oh they don't have a name he's like what and they're like oh it's all right it's our co-genitor and he's like i don't know what a co-genitor is and they're like in our species it takes three to oh. have a child. Whoa. And then they're like, he's like, oh, okay. He continues to try to talk it up. And they go, you don't understand. Those things aren't as smart as us. Men and women are smart and, and, and all these things. But these, these things, then they're just there to have children. They're not, they're not smart. They have nothing to say to you. And so he's like, what the fuck? And I'm going to hold it right there. Check it out. Co-genitor. <laughs> Star Trek Enterprise, check it out, bitches. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Got- Public says sounds like the uh, hands man tail hands. Hands man, hands man, hands, hands made. Hands hand said, say it right, motherfucker. <laughs> Spit that hands shit out. Hands <laughs> made tail. Yes, it does sound like that. Um, you know it's you know it's interesting, man. I watched uh, Hands Made with my uh, my wife. That is a fucking dark, dark show, man. I can't binge it because it's so intense. Like after one episode, I'm like, I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I need a drink. I need a chill. Yeah, come on. It's like nearing uh, the end here. I think uh, the last season is coming out. That's something we need to discuss in depth. Not tonight, but remember when TV shows would stay on for like eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fucking fifteen? The Simpsons been on for Talk since to the CW. CW is the master of over. Extending their welcome with shows, man. Fucking shows now. You can make it to four or five seasons. That you're considered like a golden classic these days. Uh, so nowadays, what it is is if you're on one of these other like streaming situations, you want to be art, right? You don't want to uh, be just. You don't want to be like. You want to be SVU and do twenty episodes. You, you're yeah. like, let's be artistic. Let's just do eight or nine this season. Yeah, I hate artists. I hate artists. I'm an artist. I hate myself. And I hate all of you. I hate all of you. Thespians. Give me episodes, damn it. (laughs) Fucking thespians. Uh, Folks, this has been another insane episode of Fanboy Modeling School. I had a lot of fun tonight, man. It's nice to fucking. I always have fun on this shit. I'm so glad. But no, it's it's particularly therapeutic to take the shackles off, right? You know, we're, we're unhinged, as the kids say. Right, we're 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 going for. Oh it. hell yeah, <laughs> we're going, going for. for it. We're going, going for the jugular, bitch. <laughs> Man's is gonna and wake up to tomorrow. To my conservative father who wants me to stay in the football program, I don't want your life. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great varsity blue. 
fucking reference to Mantis. <laughs> and we're all a bunch of nerds. Carmen Rio said yes, but we're a bunch of happy nerds together. Carmen, so happy to have you back. Oh, we are. Thank you, everyone who stopped in. This has been a great fucking time. Yo, remember, guys, tomorrow starts the first night of the 12 nights of Christmas. Hannah's doing a sing-along. Go to our stream, call in, sing if you have a Christmas song. We've got JR Productions. We've got Dream Duck. We've got Melissa Dark. We've got a bunch of people already singing in that. Plus Hannah Banana, who HD, who is amazing. What time Check is that? Check that shit out. That's tomorrow night at uh, at the end, after your show. After, uh, after conversations after matter. G, yeah, G show. G show. Yes, yes. He is just starring on conversations um, that matter. He's taking over the episode for me, folks. Yes, it's a, it's a takeover. <laughs> and then after that, we will have Hannah Banana. Oh, it's look who just great. popped in. Welcome in, Auntie Kat. Auntie Kizzle, welcome to the stream. We are ending it. Hannah, yeah, welcome Tomorrow in. night, we've got Conversations That Matter, guest host, um, G, who has a very special guest. Right? Then after that, we've got, followed by that, is the Hannah Banana HD Christmas special, sing with me. And everyone come in, call in. It's going to be a good time. Throughout this entire next 12 days, we're going to be have every night a different event for you for Christmas. It's going to be amazing. Motherfucker, you out talked the goddamn ending music. Now I got to clip all this shit out, and these people got to listen to me curse you out this whole time. Why did you play it so early, dumbass? All right, do it again, but get it right there this time. Go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I love you. You all suck. I'm sorry. Steve sucks. You guys are all right. Um, please keep tuning in to Fanboy Wilding School. We had a good time. Steve, you got anything to say? No, we're all promoted up, man. You guys make sure you support the Refugee Clamp on Green Room. Stand strong. Stand yeah, together. Green Room. Yeah, Green Room. And then, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Mantis. Fuck those other haters. <laughs> Yo, you guys have been amazing. Please. Please keep tuning in to Fanboy Modeling School, which will happen every Sunday or Monday, depending on our attitude. But until next time, ciao for now.